Hello there. Welcome to the show. Today is going to be a slightly different episode. While this episode will be coming out on Monday morning, I'm recording this on Sunday morning after church. The message was on John 19, which is the crucifixion of Christ. And he went through and talked about the different people that were there witnessing Christ's death on the cross, sort of talking about Pilate and the soldiers and Mary and the disciples and sort of giving an example of what each one of them was doing at the time and or how they were approaching the greatest event in all of history and or the most significant event in all of history. Now, you might be wondering how this all ties into my normal topics of fantasy books, video games, and or movies. After the pastor had talked about Pilate and the authorities and then the two criminals that were on the cross next to Christ, he moved on to the soldiers who were casting lots for the cloak that they had given Jesus when they made fun of him for being the king and they put the crown of thorns on him. And what he was getting at was that the soldiers were making a game out of it, and they were distracted from this momentous thing that was going on as Christ was dying on the cross. And he brought up how distracted of a society that we live in, and when you talk about distractions, obviously the first thing that you're going to go to is the internet, And this is what spurred me to make this episode about the internet and all of the pluses and minuses. And this is going to be more of a, not necessarily a serious episode, but this is something that I've thought about a lot because I know that the internet is a huge distraction to myself. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about how we should be using the internet and or how I think I should be using the internet. Um, I'm not telling anyone to do anything. I literally have zero authority when it comes to anything, but this is just my thoughts on the matter as someone who has thought about this for years. I would think it's fair to say that in America at this point in time, it's impossible to get a lot of things done without the internet. I know that my school requires me to have internet access. I guess technically I could only do school in the physical school building, which would be terrible, and not have internet at home. All things considered, you're required to have internet for most things. Now, I am not so young as to be one of those who has never not known the internet. So I remember when my parents got their first computer, I was four, I think, and it was one of the gateways with the the cow prints on the box, and it was one of those giant square monitors that was beige. I don't know why they picked beige. Maybe that's just what I remember. Maybe it wasn't beige. I just remember the computer monitor and the tower being beige. Is that supposed to be sleek? I guess that's sort of like an old sedan kind of thing. You think of a beige sedan. Anyway, At that time in the late 90s, I don't know if Al Gore had quite invented the internet yet. I don't know what Google's status was. I'm not going to go look all of this up. But basically, I don't think that the internet was as prolific as it is nowadays, obviously. Dial-up was still a thing. You know, that wonderful tone that would play when you had to connect to the internet. Which you can go on YouTube and find just hour-long 
tracks of that sound, which again points to the utter uselessness of a lot of things that are on the internet. The first computer that I ever had was a hand-me-down from my dad, so he had had a Dell Inspiron. I think it was an Inspiron 3000, or I don't know how you say it, Inspiron, I don't know. And uh, I think he had gotten a new laptop for work, so he gave me his old Dell laptop, and it had this funny problem where it would just it would just stop working, and you would just have to wait. You couldn't do anything about it. The little wheel would spin and spin and spin, so you just had to sit there. Yeah, that was that was the good times. And it was about around the same time when I realized that you could basically look at whatever you wanted to on the internet. You know, if you were interested in something, you could type it in and find an article about it or whatever. And as like a 14-year-old, 15-year-old, most of the time I was reading about video games. I mean, that's what I like to do. I still do it too much now, probably. And it's not necessarily the content of what I was looking at, but it was more of the wasting of time that sort of started to bother me as I got into high school. One of my favorite websites is The Art of Manliness. It first started out as a book Um, that my parents got me. I guess they were like, you need to be more manly, so here's this book. But the website had a lot of cool articles about how to improve your concentration and, you know, how to just be a better person, how to to change your habits, you know, random things like that. But one of the articles that I really liked was one about wasting time on the internet. And the guy who started Art of Manliness, I'm pretty sure he's a lawyer. So like anyone who's been in school for a while, I mean, you have some authority on the areas of wasting time and not wasting time if you've been a student for a really long time and you're somewhat successful because you have to manage your time well or you're going to fail all your classes. But on that article, they had some different internet blocker kind of type deals. And this wasn't blocking your internet from looking at bad things. This is just like blocking your internet so you just can't go to monster hunter wiki or whatever and just just start browsing random articles about the next monster hunter game pick your poison it could be sports video games news music whatever and it would just allow you to block certain websites or allow you to spend you know 10 minutes on that website before it cut you off and you had to wait till the next day and there definitely are ways to get around it i mean like anything you could find a way if you really wanted to but uh, there was a cool program that they recommended that was called Leech Block, and I would I put that on my computer one summer just because I realized I was just wasting time. I wasn't doing anything productive on the internet, and to this day, I still have issues with just wasting time on the internet, and the message in church today kind of made me think about how I am consistently distracted by things that aren't even important. Now, I have to obviously throw out the caveat of, you know, it's okay to have hobbies. It's okay to have interests. I'm not saying I don't have interests or hobby or all my interests and hobbies are bad and terrible and they're wasting time and I shouldn't do these things. But I've realized that a lot of the time I spend more time looking up, reading about certain things when I could just go do those things. It's like, why read about, you know, this video game or which video game is the best or whatever? Why don't you just go play that video game? You know, why, why should you waste your time reading about, oh, what's the best fantasy book? Just go read a book. Go read a book in general. And I think this leads into a common problem that most people have. If they have too many things, they end up not using any of them just because there's too many choices. 
A good example for me is uh, last Christmas, I got some money at Books A Million, you know, for Christmas or Barnes and Nobles or one of those. And I went and bought probably 10 books or so. I, I bought a bunch of books and I still haven't finished them all because I felt like at some point I got too many books for Christmas and I just stopped reading for a bit. And I've started, you know, making my way through them. I've read more than half of them at this point, but it's still taken me, it's taken me about a year, almost a year to even get to some of these books when I should have read them within, you know, at least a few months of getting them. They're not intensely difficult books to read. If I took all the time that I spent on the internet and cut that out and then just read, read a book every time, I would be finishing, you know, three books a week probably. Again, I'm not talking about reading these Charles Dickens novels or really intense, I'm talking, you know, fantasy books, fun books, things that are not incredibly complicated, books that I, I enjoy reading. And I find myself thinking that I have so much entertainment on the internet that I'm not able or it's distracting me from doing the things that I actually like to do. The most relatable example to most people is Netflix. Now that Netflix is pretty much online, that's the reason why people get Netflix now, because of the online streaming. At one point in time, you know, you'd get the disc and then you'd have to send it back. Um, and then the online thing was kind of a niche thing that not everyone did. But now I don't know of anyone who actually would get Netflix just for the disc aspect of it. There's so many options on Netflix. I mean, how many times have you gone to watch something on Netflix and you spend more time looking for what you're going to watch than just picking a movie and watching it or picking a show and watching it? And there's areas like this in all forms of entertainment. I think that Spotify is another example of that where there's so much music, all the music's on there. It's like, what do I listen to? There's too many choices for me to go find new music. You could say the same about the Xbox Game Pass where you pay, I think it's $7 a month and you get access to about 100, 150 games that you can download and play. Why would I ever want to spend a whole lot of time diving into one game when I can just play it for five hours and then get bored of it and move on to the next one and do that through all 150 games there. Ultimately, I think it comes down to attention span and how the internet has trained us to have a incredibly short attention span. Um, in that article that I mentioned on The Art of Manliness talking about how to quit wasting time on the internet, they mention how often do you start reading an article and finish reading the entire article without switching to another tab, without looking at your phone, without being distracted by something before you come back to the article and finish it. And I know that I do that all the time. And I have to forcibly remember, okay, if you're going to read this article, click on the article, read the whole article without bouncing around to five other different websites at that time. I heard one of my friends say a couple of months ago that the attention span of the average teenager now is something like 16 seconds because um, I think the average, I think TikTok is like max 16 seconds, RIP TikTok. It's interesting because most of you know, I, I don't have social media. Social, If I did have social media, it would throw me into a fit of rage. Actually, okay, I have to clarify. 
Natalie has social media and she doesn't like when I get on her social media because I just become the Hulk and start smashing everything because of how much I hate the way people use social media and how just they portray themselves. My issues don't lie in social media, wasting time on social media. My issues lie in wasting my time reading articles about the next Monster Hunter game that's going to come out in two years or whatever. You know, we all have our issues. I think that the internet just like works in a lot of different ways. It can cause problems for people in a lot of different ways. It was interesting the other day. Man, I say it's interesting a lot. I don't know if I actually think all of these things are really interesting or if it's just like a filler word. Two weeks ago, I was having a conversation with one of the pediatric residents at the hospital, and he was saying how he sees uh, suicide attempts a lot in young girls. And he, he thinks, which I would tend to agree, that a lot of it is due to social media and how everyone portrays themselves. I mean, this is classic, and everyone knows this. Whatever you see on social media isn't really their real life. It's only the best parts of their real life. And if you're looking at someone's Instagram or Facebook, you're only seeing the great things that are happening in their life. You're not seeing all of the regular stuff that's happening. Anyway, what I'm getting to is that the internet causes us to not really live in this world, in this world that we are actually inhabiting. It causes us to live in this bubble that is preventing us from living our actual lives. Now, this might sound slightly hypocritical from a guy who had started a podcast talking about 85% of the things that I talk about are not real. They're fantasy books, video games, TV shows, whatever. I get that. But what I've realized about myself is that I am spending more time not actually enjoying those things that I like, but instead just wasting time on the internet, reading things about them, watching videos about them, but not actually experiencing them, not actually playing those games, reading those books, watching those movies. And I think that's a shame. Now, I can't talk about the internet without also talking about all the good things that the internet does bring. I have learned so much medicine on YouTube. People who just decide to create a YouTube channel and to talk about different medical topics, doctors, teachers, I've gotten so many of my lectures from YouTube or I found them online or, you know, people who just give away these videos for free. I don't understand. I mean, you can pay for bonuses like you get like the transcribed notes or you get some practice questions. The Internet is a place where you can learn so much and it can really be a force for good. Um, My pastor said something really interesting today and he said that. The internet is a wonderful servant, but is a terrible master. And I think that's a really good way to look at the internet. The internet is a tool, a tool that I can use to increase my learning, learn about a topic that I don't know anything about. Um, If I need some information about an event, I can look it up. If I want to find out where I need to go for a restaurant, you know, I I can do that. The internet is incredible in the sense that we've never had so much information available to us like we do with the internet. Now, unlike other tools, say you have a drill or a a shovel that is your favorite shovel or your favorite drill, you don't just go play with your drill or hold on to your shovel if you don't have anything to do with it. 
you only go to use those objects when you need them. And I think that's how the internet should be used. Now, the internet can also be used for entertainment, but I personally myself think that I should have this view of the internet where it's like, I know that this YouTuber is posting this video on this day. I'd like to watch that video. I'm gonna go watch that video and then go do something else after that. I think the problem is that I just get on the internet and I'm not looking for anything specifically. I'm just saying, hey, entertain me. You know, I'm bored, entertain me. And I think that's a terrible way to use the internet because you just get trapped in that hole of, oh, I'm gonna watch this video. Oh, I'm gonna watch this video. I'm gonna read this article. Oh, I'm gonna read this article. And it's like, are you actually doing anything productive? Are you learning anything that you want to learn? Are you being entertained the way that you want to be entertained? Now, when I'm talking about all of these things, I'm not thinking of a specific person. I'm not saying, hey, you over there, this is your problem, you need to fix it. I'm thinking about myself and the problems that I have with the internet, and I know that that's how the internet works in general. And a lot of people have issues with social media or with the internet in general, like YouTube, like that's what I think. I think I go to YouTube too much and I'm like not even watching anything that's that important. Whereas I could just read a book. I do think that I lead a distracted life and I would like to change that. This podcast has actually been really great because I want to do this and I spend my time doing this. I'd rather spend my time coming up with topics to talk about editing my audio, you know, adding in things, thinking of jokes. I'd rather do that than watch some dumb video about how some dumb Twitch streamer copyrighted some dumb YouTuber because he made fun of her in his YouTube videos. There is so much that you could do on the internet that's good, but most people choose to do what's easy. I have a friend who has become the biggest Brandon Sanderson fan of all time in the last, I want to say, year, and he has gone and watched Brandon Sanderson's lectures because he teaches creative writing at, I think, BYU or something like that, and he posts most of his lectures on YouTube. And so my friend has gone, and he's been watching these lectures and learning about you know what it takes to be a writer and what it takes to be a creative writer and what Brandon Sanderson particularly did to become a such a great writer. It's definitely a tough balancing act between using the internet for good and the internet sort of getting into your head and just causing you to be distracted all the time. I'm sorry if this episode has been slightly ranty, but it's just one of those things that I think about a lot and one of those things that I'd like to change in myself. Um, I know that the internet has been incredibly useful for me in medical school. I have used the internet in a way that I never thought I would. I have learned so much about medicine from just random people who've posted stuff on YouTube, watching you know lectures that people have given, learning about different systems, and it shows you the variety and the usefulness of the internet if you use it correctly. Now, that's not saying I'm always using it correctly. Obviously, I waste a lot of time on the internet. I would like to stop living a distracted life. I would like to start living with purpose in everything that I do. I do believe that man's primary purpose is to glorify God, whether I'm talking about silly 80s movies featuring Val Kilmer or the latest treatment for type 2 diabetes. 
If you have some comments or critiques of my views, you can go to anchor.fm slash Maximum Podcast. And if you listen on iTunes, consider leaving a rating. Thanks for listening.